I just can't figure out if it's because you're advanced or because I'm stunted. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. I am McLovin. You do not talk about Fight Club. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glassé Film Club podcast. Yes, we are here and we're ready to review another film for you. We've been looking online, we've been searching the film archives, as always, to bring you the best reviews. And we've got one, a new release for you. We're getting quite hot on the new releases, you know, it's award season coming up, so we want to make sure we've got our finger on the pulse. And this is no different during this episode. And as always, I'm joined by film enthusiast keen cyclist and all-round lover of film life it's Callum how are you doing today Callum I'm all right yeah I felt um yeah keen cyclist I like that <laughs> although I haven't been on my bike in over a week but I'm still a keen cyclist yeah. um no I'm, I'm okay uh there's a light at the end of the tunnel the sun's out so a metaphorical light and yeah, a literal yeah, yeah, light which is quite nice um I I went for a, a massive walk today. I walked about ten and a half kilometers um, in Dot Martins, which was a huge mistake. Um, I could uh, feel the blood squelching. Nah, I, I, I'm, I'm lying. I, I couldn't really feel the blood squelching, <laughs> but it was definitely a, a bad mistake going for a massive walk um, on the filed coast in Dot Martins. However, I came back and felt really good and rewarded myself with half a Domino's pizza from the night before. Right. So I'm, 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 yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. Fantastic. Have you been keeping up with the film watching during the week? Have you been diving into anything stand out apart from today's um, chosen film? Yeah, I watched. Uh, what did I watch? Oh yeah, I watched Isle of Dogs, Wes Anderson movie. Hilarious, really, really funny. It was on Channel Four. Uh, so I watched Isle of Dogs. Oh, and I also watched um, Sicario. Oh. Yeah. So I, I've been. I'd been thinking about it, and it seems weird to think about a film like Sicario, but that action been... film. Yeah, it's um, Emily Blunt is in it. She's an FBI agent, and they're trying to find um, trying to find where hard drugs are coming in from the border from Mexico to the United States. Um, I think it's coming through the border of El Paso, uh, just near El Paso, I think. Cool. Um, cracking film, really, really good. So yeah, Sicario and Isle of Dogs that I watched. Um, a lovely combination. Oh yeah, completely opposite films. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Um, but the, th- the thing is, I- I'd only ever seen Sicario once, and I I hadn't seen it all the way through. I don't I'd only seen I'd missed the first five minutes of it, and then I'd t- I kind of dropped out of it, and then came back into it. I I always ever watched it in in small chunks, um, and it was the first time I'd seen it all the way through. Um, really, yeah, I yeah, intense. Good. Well, we like to keep it eclectic on the Glassé Film Club podcast. So great to hear you've been diving into a range of films there, Callum. But we're not talking about either of those today. We have got another film lined up. And could you give us a bit of intro, Callum, about the mm-hmm. film that we will be chatting about today? Yeah. Um, Malcolm and Marie, a Netflix release, came out in 2021. It was, um, it was the first Hollywood feature to be um, entirely written and produced... Uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, the filming, it took place uh, over the summer of the previous year, 2020. Um, it's a black and white romantic drama uh, written and directed 
and produced by a screenwriter called Sam Levinson. It's got John David Washington in it and um, Zandaya, um, who they they also both produced the film as well. Um, it starts with uh, the Malcolm and Marie returning from a film premiere um, that Malcolm has um, directed. Um, they come come back to the house quite quite drunk and they're quite excited. Malcolm's quite excited about um, the biggest night of his life, as he keeps saying. But Marie, on the other hand, is quite displeased, um, and he keeps urging her to tell him tell him what's wrong. Um, and initially, she's reluctant to say what's wrong. But then halfway through the night, um, she becomes really really upset that he didn't thank her for um, or acknowledged her for his um, in his speech is at the premiere. And the film then spirals um, over an hour and a half to essentially it's it. It's a comment about um, well, there's a lot. The the film makes lots of comments, um, but fundamentally, it's about a relationship between two individuals and how external factors have influenced that relationship through th- themes of politics, uh, culture, addiction, um, narcissism. I think is a huge theme as well that runs through this film. Um, but it's essentially an hour and a half of Malcolm and Marie, these two fictional characters, arguing about um, the film industry, arguing about addiction, arguing about recognition, um, and arguing about their own... Uh, well, arguing about Marie's influence on Malcolm's film, because she argues that uh, the film wouldn't exist without her without her existence. Um, so, yeah, it's it's... It's an in, it's an interesting film in that respect. There's a there's a lot going on there, um, and it culminates at the end with um, Marie saying that uh, I just wanted you to say thank you from the very beginning. Thank you for everything, basically. Um, on the surface, it's a love story about two individuals who have quite visceral emotion. Emotion is quite a visceral thing in this in this film, um, but it's I think there's a there's a little bit more going on there. Thank you, Callum. That's, yeah. that's, that's the review. <laughs> Lovely summary. And yet you're right there. It, it encapsulates a lot of different wider themes. But I just want to go straight in for my initial reaction to it and what mm. I felt watching it. And it was it's a tough watch. Like a bit of a slog, if I'm being honest, in terms of not necessarily length of it, but just watching how it plays out. So this is a film set in one location. So it's all about the dialogue and the interaction between the two characters which i love and as i will always mention on this podcast i love a film which is set in one location and the script works and the dialogue and the development of the characters takes you all the way through it <clears throat> but whereas this one it's so intense that like there's so much of it uh, is this argument between the two of them that it drops off for a bit but then reboots itself with a vengeance very aggressively at many points throughout it. So straight away, it's quite tough to watch because a lot of you, you're taking in intense, cutting argument between the two of them. But at the same time, I feel like there's not enough delivered to the audience in terms of just enjoyable watching and character development. The film tries to say a lot. And like you say, there's a lot of wider themes to it. The ones that stood out to me mostly were the kind of comments on modern society 
woke culture people's perceptions of um liberal views and this idea of people making statements about themselves to jump on movements and things like this and this plays out through malcolm's criticism of both marie and the reviewers of his film but i think fundamentally when it comes down to it the script is trying to say too much and it just doesn't come through any coherent way you've got what is quite a tough narrative in terms of just this relentless argument going on which yeah it does have its dips and it has its ups as well which obviously all a good story should but there's just not enough for you to cling on to and you're just being bombarded as the viewer and even though it's exploring wider issues and then it also then goes into obviously the theme of addiction especially within Marie's character and then the film that Malcolm has directed it jumps between all these very in vogue themes throws them at you but without really giving you anything to grab onto anything really of substance and it's just all this one big bombardment of an argument shouted at you and i don't think it concludes it enough in the end to really give any point to it all it's it's very much i felt and i was kind of um, confirmed in this when I read how it was written and put together, how it was a frustrated script written in lockdown, as it felt like the mind of someone who'd read a lot in the news of all these modern issues going on, thrown it into a narrative, and just, as I said, I need to get this out of my head. And it just felt like a bombardment, and it was frustrating to watch. I think there were some nice bits to it, and I thought visually it was nice. The, it was obviously well put together in terms of the camera work and the location was really good, but just when it came to story and how it was delivered, I just it was too much of a shock to the system without any reward for going through the journey. So, yeah, that was my initial reaction to it. I'll go on to some points that I do think work, but I just thought it was just too much without any payoff. Callum, what was your initial um, response to it? Yeah, no, it, yeah, cinema, the cinematography, uh, I think, is really interesting in it. Um the way the camera moves for the first 10 minutes of the film where uh, John David Washington, Malcolm's, uh, Malcolm is pacing around the room talking about his vision, basically. Um, but again, uh, yeah, the script is, is is repetitive. I found it really, really exhausting yeah, in that I respect. I, um, I said off air that it, I felt like I was on a medieval trial by ordeal, being dipped in and out of a pool of water being brought back up for air only to know that I'm going to have to go back underwater again. And I felt I felt like that with the film, to be honest. It was like, oh, God, they're arguing. And then it they stopped arguing. And then, oh, God, we're going back again now. And it was just... It, I just I just felt it was really, really laboured in that respect. Um, I mean, it's interesting that with themes as well. Because like, the first thing that struck me about it was particularly that first opening scene, those 10 minutes, I thought, oh, this is quite interesting, really, because um, Malcolm's talking about his sort of distaste for white critics and the sort of the the Hollywood sort of white industry and um, how Hollywood possess or, or sort of critics generally um, have a lack of vocabulary or a means to understand sort of black art in particular. And it, talk, you know, it talks about the theme of recognition and like sort of tensions between... Um, art and you know the social political system that has constructed that art. There's nods, there is nods to that in in the dialogue, but again, it just doesn't take it any further because it does jump between these things. At one minute, he's talking about how 
there's a tension between white culture and black culture and how that should how how who who has the right and who has the voice to express that honestly in 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 culture and obviously they reference spike lee and stuff and then it jumps from that to um why didn't you say thank you at the acceptance speech for me i don't know it was just a bit the 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 for a film like this, it, it, it's its whole sort of um, its whole thing is dialogue between these two characters, and the problem is the dialogue was its Achilles' heel. It was the weakest point of it, really. Um, I also found the characters really insufferable as well. Like they, I mean, particularly um, Malcolm's character. It's like, and I don't know whether it's a wider comment on um, screenwriters or sort of artists generally, but. Um, his entire character was based around nobody can understand my vision except myself. Nobody, not 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 critics, not even my own wife, not even my own partner. Sorry, nobody can understand me apart from me. And I just think, well, obviously you are who you know. That's a you are a, you are your own person. And I just thought it was kind of like a an empty throwaway message in that respect. Um. Yeah. But the emotion itself is quite visceral in that respect. It does jump. It does. It, it it does jump between sort of high points of emotion. But yeah, really, really laboured. Wasn't into it. If I'm yeah, yeah. I get. I get what you're saying. And I think a film like this is always going to have a struggle in terms of the narrative voice because when there's only two characters in it, what the characters are saying is essentially akin to what the filmmakers saying and the scriptwriters saying because. There's not nothing that can really be done through subtlety of the action because there's no action beyond them being in one location. Or there aren't other characters to give some more context or other forms of interaction to what they're saying. So it's basically just an acting out of the script. So one other thing for me which felt frustrating, it picks up on something that you said, was it brings a lot of relevant issues to the table that are quite interesting. The one that especially grabbed me was this idea, like you said, of the criticism of, it's not just filmmaking, but of kind of modern art, modern creation, modern life, but almost that you can't do something and then not be criticised for it because it's your perspective. For example, he says, oh, well, if a man does this, then he's seen it through a certain lens, so that's why he made certain choices in the film. But then if someone who was homosexual did something, that's why they'd see it in a certain perspective. Mm. You can't, you're not allowed to, in the modern world, have an artistic mind and see things from other perspectives. You are very much um, judged on who you are, and therefore what you produce is your lens. You're not allowed to look through another lens. Oh, like great themes, very relevant, but they were just put on the table and not much done with them. And like I said, going back to what I was saying in terms of, because you've only got the two characters, because the the character of Malcolm was complaining, whinging, ranting about this, it felt like the script and the voice of the filmmaker was very much a, oh, here's these things that are frustrating me at the minute. Just, oh, I've got nothing really to say in terms of an argument, but just this and this and I'm annoyed and stuff like that. So that comes through. So maybe that is just one of the limitations of this um, style of film is that that just comes through. But it just felt a bit annoying in the way that it was just complaining about a lot of modern relevant issues, but without any point to it. That's one thing that frustrated me. 
Well, on that, like, I mean, the, um, yeah, like, the, I read a Guardian article about this, and uh, Robert Daniels in The Guardian taught, spoke about how Levinson has used um, Malcolm's character to, to essentially attack white females working in the in the film industry, or at least the, the critic journalist sphere, at least. Um, however, because it's a, a, you know, a black man critiquing this system, um, when he's been a, he's been a, a victim of oppression anyway it's fair game and i don't know i had i had i agree with you completely that certainly the film i feel like malcolm is certainly levinson's mouthpiece to an extent um but i found that i found the that sort of narrative of well, what daniels was saying in the guardian quite offensive really as well as saying that sort of um john washington john david washington was like um somehow unaware that he was being exploited and used as Levinson's okay. mouthpiece. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you know, I, 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 I get, I, I get, I get the articles, um, the articles point, but to say that, Oh, Levinson's taking advantage of, of, um, of John David Washington, I thought it was quite patronizing, but certainly I, it, it, there is an element of that, isn't there? There is an element of, yeah, the, because it's so focused on the film industry itself, it is hard not to, Trying to hear Levinson's argument or what I mean, he as thinks well, at it's least. It's so relevant. Like it's yeah. absolutely. It feels like something as it was written last year, presenting last year's issues, and then throwing it out. It's like it could have been, and it, it could have been uh, an article written for a newspaper. It could mm. have been a video posted online. It's just the fact that it's been put into this artistic form that you feel that. But like I said, it just feels a bit ranty without much to go with it. But just moving on, obviously I don't want us to slag the film off all the way through because <laughs> there's some stuff that I did like about it. And I do yeah. appreciate how it takes these bigger issues like that and then puts them into this idea of the personal relationships or how these are played out within personal relationships. Because if you do think about it, a lot of these big in vogue issues that are discussed, maybe in vogue's cheapening them, ever use that phrase, but things that are... Uh, common to discuss at the moment a lot of them very important if you or when you do speak about them whether it be online and news whatever it's seen as a bit of the abstract it's an issue it's a thing but it's not necessarily dug down into how this is uh, how this operates within personal relationships so this is interesting to see oh look here's somebody complaining about wider societal issues but how that is actually impacting their personal relationship and how these things are developed through it i found that fascinating it didn't resonate with me all that much and at first i was thinking is this because i'm not in that scenario am i the wrong market for this is this going to resonate more for people in long-term relationships or people who have been through really intense relationships whether negative or positive have been through that scenario possibly but I feel that I'll go back to my point at the beginning. I think it's more to the fact that just the how the uh, narrative played out was just too intense without any kind of subtlety to the points that were being made. It, I got how they were trying to get across these bigger issues in the personal relationships through these intense arguments. But most of the time, it just then slipped into an argument without much link to the wider issue that was bringing it there. And then you then went from, okay, I can see how this might be a comment on 
other things in society to, oh, now we're just watching an intense relationship play out and we're just watching a story of relationships, toxic relationships, maybe you'd argue, but we're watching something about personal relationships, which, fine, there's a film there, but because it bounces between all these different things that it's trying to say and then throws onto addiction, that's another big issue that it throws into there. But there's no real link between it all, I don't find. It's just like, scene, 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 here's an issue, we're going to explore it through this, argument, argument, argument. And it doesn't weave together anything. That's why I was saying like, it brings all these things to the table. It doesn't really do anything with them. And that was my frustration. And it's a little bit booby trap for the critic or anyone discussing the film because the film within it really goes in on mm. people criticizing film and ties your hands a little bit by anything we see now. I feel like, oh yeah, that's kind of what the film was moaning about, wasn't it? And yeah, I and that's one element I did like about it was the meta nature of it. So within the film, somebody has directed a film. Malcolm is a film director and um, uh, Marie's a, an actor. So you've got that part of it. So obviously all the themes he's discussing within his film are the ones that are relevant to the film that we are watching. I thought that was good because the film was commenting on itself as it was going. Great. But the commentary it gave, I just don't think stood up and I don't think gave enough to actually take anything away from. So yes, some redeeming points to it and I like how it took that meta element to it, played it through a personal relationship, but there was just too much of the onslaught and not much delivery for the actual intricacies of the themes it was going at. No, indeed, yeah. I mean, the... Um, I No, I agree with the sort of the, the meta aspect of it because I wrote, I wrote down... Um, uh, in my notes before we started about how it was a film about a film about the film industry I guess yeah, yeah. Um, I did like that element of it but for me I do I did quite it was quite I did quite like the artistic um, mechanisms of the film I like the fact that it was set in one location it was um, I feel like this could work as like a a, a stage performance quite well I liked that sort of um, the 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 the, the, the blurring not necessarily that's the wrong word not necessarily necessary blurring of craft but certainly it did feel like a sort of a, a stage performance Definitely. just because of just because Definitely. of the set I loved I don't know if this was intentional but I loved the the um the house itself it reminded me of sort of the Bauhaus style Walter Gropius architect uh from the Bauhaus school I've mentioned that just because I think glass plays a huge role in the first sort of 15, 20 minutes. The way the camera moves when you've got um, uh, Marie stood having a cigarette on the on the porch and then Malcolm's pacing around the room and the way the camera moves to capture that. Because he, he's thinking as he's walking. Um, and I think John David Washington's uh, performance in, in that particular um I think I think his performance throughout the film is actually quite good because what Levinson has done is that he's actually um, he's crammed a lot of dialogue into a, a, quite a short film. Yeah, a lot of dialogue. There's a lot of dialogue, and 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 consequently that does leave you feeling well, what is actually the wider point. I mean, because there's so many points made, particularly about sort of you know as we said earlier about the sort of the white industry, the tension between the white film industry at least, and the, and the tension between. Um, who has constructed art, the tension between black art and white art in particular. But um, the way the camera moves through the actual house, I think is quite 
um, adds adds quite a nice um, layer to it because it's it's like you're in the house with them observing this this argument, this this sort of breakdown of um, of a relationship, I guess. But the the glass plays such a huge role because you're as the viewer, you're looking from the camera through the glass into this sort of self-created world actually like it's quite insular the world that they're discussing particularly hollywood as, as well um they're discussing a world that only them seem to understand mm-hmm. that's the implication anyway like um marie's whole um you know jibe with malcolm is that you would be nothing without me this is our own per this this is your film is about my personal horror basically that's one sort of like um, insular um, environment, and then John David Washington is talking about you know no one can understand my vision. This is all about me, um, which is why I guess the, the characters annoyed me a little bit. Not because of um, Marie's um, mention of sort of addiction or anything like that, but Malcolm's character is a huge narcissist um, in his um, in, in in his evocation of, of what he believes to be pure and truth. Like he can't bear to even have a positive review because even the positive review isn't how he would want to the positive view to be written mm-hmm. um and I do, I do think it's a wider um comment on on what levinson's probably experienced as a screenwriter in hollywood um but for me the standout thing of the film was the the camera work i thought was quite good and the set was great as well i, I did i did like the fact i like the fact that it was set in one location because I think it emphasised the the duality of, of of their relationship. I think just to have it because there was no other distractions, uh, I guess, from the set perspective. But then, of course, <laughs> I said earlier um, when we were off mic about how the themes that they discuss and argue about, um, it, I find it quite distracting by the fact that they're arguing about it in in this film. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving it a little bit too much. Um, artistic credit there but i mean i guess that's that's what i then again it's quite arrogant for me to say that given the fact that he's you know he's he's an accomplished director and writer i guess but um for me yeah it was just uh the 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 camera work was the the defining feature of this movie and um the script was was it i think it's 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 it's, that was its achilles heel yeah i agree the visuals were good I mean, it looked nice, it was well executed, the camera work was good, but I don't think it gets any bonus points for the filmmaking, the cinematography, the camera work, any elements of it. I think it's good, it's well executed, it's almost like, here's the brief of what it wanted to look like, do it well. Yeah, the lighting was very nice, black and white film, looked nice and arty, moody at the right points, and Mm. you're right, those camera work outside the house was lovely. But it was just very textbook. There wasn't anything to go by. So I'm not giving it any extra points for visuals. I thought the visuals were good. Fine. Just one area I just wanted to round off on. Just a few more bits I wanted to say before we get to the conclusion of this chat. Uh, the Is the element of the personal relationships that it explores. So I do think this is an interesting thing. Because not often in a film do you just see this in terms of they've got a romantic relationship turns out they've been together quite a few years and you get some context to their history together and it's basically just exploring this fight between them so the worst elements of themselves and what they think of each other come out in this so you've got a very intense scenario but you are witnessing 
a very private human interaction. So we're taking this just a wider life in terms of seeing something and something that you as a human maybe can relate to. You are seeing a very private event take place and you are seeing this kind of raw human interaction and how people manipulate and how people can't control their own emotions and don't even know who they are themselves. On a very deep psychological level, I think there's something interesting about that. But that's where it stops, I feel, is just like, yes, it is interesting that, but there's no real more to it. Like, it's it's fascinating, and I think it's kind of well depicted as quite an intense thing, but it's obvious that something more is trying to be said by it because they're both just going back and forth and monologues. These are very well-crafted monologues. It's not like, here's a real depiction of a fight. This is, here's a fight, but within it, it's loaded with points that I want to make as a filmmaker because every speech is very well put together. It's not crafted in a way like, oh, this feels realistic in the way it could be done. It's like, no, here's a fight scenario, but I want to put these things in it to make the point of the film. And I'll just go back once again and say what I've been saying over and over again is that there's not enough points that land or really conclude in anything that drives home or puts an argument forward. So yes, it's interesting tool. I think it's fascinating watching something that's not often played out in a film to such the extent. And also in wider life, in real life, you don't see these intimate moments between couples and people, these very, um, as you say, visceral emotion, intense arguments. But it's very hard to watch. And if something's hard to watch, you want that emotion to convert to something that you get out of this film. And I don't think it does that. If you're not going to convert it to anything, it needs to be watchable and you get something from the emotion of watching it. But in this, you just get something horrible from watching it. You feel quite repulsed by it, but that emotion doesn't lead to anything you can take away from the film. So, yes, nice filmmaking element, and I think it's interesting to see, but to build the whole film around it and not really deliver much, I don't think works out, and that's my big frustration. So, a good element, but not very well taken in my from my perspective Callum we've had a good rant and this might be one of our biggest rants <laughs> on a film do you want to try and wrap us up here by just concluding your thoughts and giving us your rating please I feel the listeners can hear the uh, the how, how, how exhausted we are <laughs> from this film yeah. Um, but yeah I mean I guess it's a film about that 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 skirts over a lot of issues that are actually quite interesting issues of addiction uh sort of the white hollywood industry tend the tension between art and politics and what is the purpose of art uh narcissism as well um the i mean the script it was just a it was just too labored like it just it, it put through or it put on the table all these different themes and then never really sort of took them any further it was too it jumped between too many things too much and i don't think the film was really sure about what it wanted to be either yeah um i think you know it, it's it's sold as this sort of um uh argument between these two characters um about Really, what the film should have been about was it should have been about Marie wanting recognition from Malcolm's craft and a wider comment on um, our, their relationship. 
but it tried to do too much with other things floating through it. And, you know, whilst the camera work, I noted earlier that it was okay, it was good, um, it was no better. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't standout. I've seen films that have, have done do better stuff with that camera work. So, again, it just was, the, the script was a little bit too laboured. And I'll go back to what I said earlier about how I felt like I was on a medieval trial by ordeal, being dipped in a pool for an hour and a half and being brought up for air every 10 seconds and knowing I had to go back underneath and nearly drown under the weight of Levinson's narcissistic script. I'll give it a give really it, bold finish. I'm going to give it three out of 10. <laughs> Thank you, Callum, for that <laughs> summary. I would tend to agree in what you were saying in terms of um, feeling laboured. But, I mean, I'm always find it tricky to really give a terrible rating to a film because if I'm tearing away my thoughts from it, yes, well put together, like I said. And one thing I didn't mention that I did want to mention before was a scene that I did really like um, where Marie is complaining about not being given the role and then she acts out a scene mm, from the film so, as, if, yeah. as if she is picking up that argument. And... Yeah, Zendaya's performance especially in that I think she's great throughout it and like you said they're very good performances from both of the actors I think especially in that she delivers unbelievably and I really like her in it I think she delivers the emotion which is put through in the film yeah. fantastically I just don't think the emotion is used very well that's my frustration I'm not have a frustration with the actors I just think fundamentally what they deliver in doesn't get to a point yeah absolutely and that is my frustration from it because there was, it's got the makings of something good there. And this is why I'm going to struggle to really give a low mark because I think the fundamentals of the film are really good. I just think the script and the story to it doesn't work. Like, I think it's test, it's, which proves that the fact that we've really struggled to pin down something in this discussion here of what it's saying or what it's not saying because there are so many things just skirted over. All relevant issues, important issues, and I can see where the film could go with them. And I get the point, the initial point of them. Yes, some great stuff to say, but almost trivializes these issues by just throwing them back and forth and not really doing them. It's just thrown in for no reason. So that's my big frustration. Performance is great. Visually, it looks good. Fine. Thank you very much for doing that. But they just, it was, I think, from the off it wasn't going to work because that script is just I, I don't think it's quite right for the point that it's trying to deliver so it's a six out of ten from me because like i said i think just put together yeah nice but in terms of what it's trying to say it doesn't come home for me i just really wish it would have cut down in the points it's trying to make and really gone on a path that it focused on something rather than flitting between them all but having said that like i said i enjoy what the actors did and this style was good i don't want to i'm always wary of these seeming like oh there wasn't much happening in it so i don't like it because i love films where they're in a location <laughs> it's just this didn't deliver for me and i'm frustrated for that so callum we've had a really good this is probably the the lowest review we've given on a film which is, is yeah. frustrating because you always, you don't want a film to let you down but unfortunately it's not quite delivered for us on this front but it's not going to stop us watching reviewing giving our views callum we'll go again and of course thank you as always 
for having a chat, giving your thoughts. It's always very insightful. And mm. we still always encourage people to check the films out because we want to hear your views. You know what? You might think we're talking absolute rubbish and you think this is the best film that's been released in the last decade. Hey, we're just giving a few thoughts and throwing them out there. But we just get our kicks out of ranting to each other via our microphones. Thoroughly enjoyed it once again, Callum. Absolutely. Yeah, indeed. Absolute pleasure as always. Yeah. We will dive into more films very soon and bring you more episodes. But thank you for listening. Thank you for joining, Callum. That has been the Glass A Film Club podcast for this episode. And until next time, see you later.